Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Time out when there's gaps in coverage. Every team needs a player that they can count on to help out. Aflac Supplemental Insurance can help close the gap between what health insurance covers and what it doesn't. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Aflac pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Good morning. Welcome inside the Dan Patrick Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, in for Dan and the Danettes this morning. This family takes turning heads, brains, beauty, and athleticism. All they need now is for you to drive them off the lot. The Mercedes-Benz family of SUVs, a family of unrivaled vehicles waiting at your local dealer. Uh, Thanks to Jay Glazer for stopping by a few minutes ago, uh, continuing to talk about his, his uh, mental health struggles and his podcast, helping people out and you know how, how big he was on the Eagles preseason. Look, Mike Harbin, it's the Eagles world, man. We're just living in it. Look, Philadelphia fans need something because last night was the moment of peak Philadelphia. And, you know, they watched the Phillies go down in the World Series, but the Eagles are eight. No, everybody's going to be all in on the Eagles. It's going to be okay. Well, the Phillies, they gave us a nice run. Well, I mean, do you, Dismiss it as, hey, we were underdogs that went on a great run, or do you lament that it was that close, that it was potentially in your grasp if you took care of business at home? Um, well, let's see. Philadelphia fans, are they going to look at the glass half empty or glass half full? Well, what first you- they're going to drink it half <laughs> empty, and then they're going to throw it against a wall and say, damn it, we had it! Uh, we had him, yeah, and we let him off the hook, particularly that second inning against Verlander. Two outs, and then the bases loaded, and then Hoskins with the strikeouts. Like, oh, we will rue that moment. But we got a chance to talk to Javon Hargrave last night on our show after his big performance. Think about that. Against the Steelers and then against the Texans, he had five sacks in a four-day period. That's a pretty good, yeah, I mean, that's a pretty that's good a year a for that's a lot of people. You can keep that going all season long. You have something there. Hey, I got a sack every day. But he had seven and a half all last year. (laughs) Five in a week. Man, if only that was White Castle, a sack every day. Just get a sack of White Castle. Well, I mean, you can make that happen. I mean, we're not that far away from the nearest White Castle at the Nevada border here. Oh, dude! I can't, come on, man. I can't drive. I can't drive from L.A. to Vegas just to go to White Castle. Like, I, I'll just go to the, I'll just go to the grocery store and get the the frozen ones and and make make do there. Honestly, depending on what time of day you do it, it, it ain't much longer than getting from your house to the studio in in <laughs> L.A. traffic going through the Sepulveda Pass. Where are you where are you going? I'm going to White Castle. Where is it? It's about 330 miles away. I'll be there in a half hour. And do you have right any ideas for my playlist to add on on my different music channels? What I can put on my iHeart iHeart Radio app uh, and my playlist? Please let me know. 
at How About a Fresca at Swollen Dome. So while the Eagles and the Phillies were busy on TNF and Game 5 of the World Series, two big NBA headlines broke late last night. The first one involves last season's champion Golden State Warriors who go down to the Orlando Magic, the 2-7 and seven Orlando Magic, 130-129. to 129. Now the Warriors are in 12th place in the West. Their record is 3-6. and six. Their bench is struggling. Their defense is not very good. They can't win on the road. They are really, really struggling. And Steve Kerr said after the game, quote, we have to save us because nobody else is coming. And now he's going to examine his bench and rotation and look into changes for the Warriors this early in the season. All right now, I just wanna, I just wanna make everybody. I just wanna make you aware that this could be the result for the Warriors, right? Because we've watched Steve Kerr be able to figure it out for the most part over the course of the past seven, eight, nine years, right? Okay, the Warriors have problems. Steve Kerr is able to figure it out. Eventually, it's just going to be the end of the era in Golden State. And the players are going to get too old. And and we're going to look through a lens that last year's championship was, boy, they were able to squeeze one out before Steph got too old, Clay got too old, Draymond. And that could be where the Warriors are at right now. You need the young players to come through, right? This is, this is why Jordan Poole and the big contract he signed and Draymond Green punching him at practice. Jordan Poole is, is good. Is Jordan Poole an absolute game changer? Not quite to the level of, of that he's been talked about for the past few months. Other guys on the bench not coming through. Dwayne James Wiseman. James Wiseman is really struggling, right? You know, Jonathan Kaminga, all these guys you're thinking, oh, they're going to be great. These guys are going to be great. Maybe they're not, right? It's, they're not just going to always be great because they figured it out in the past. It doesn't work that way. All dynasties end, and they end abruptly. Look at what's going on with Green Bay right now and, and Aaron Rodgers, right? Oh, the Packers will figure it out. Why? Because they always have? Uh, the Packers really don't have anybody to throw the football to. They didn't bring in any big weapons to help Aaron Rodgers. They went defense in the draft the last couple of years heavy, and their run defense is awful. And then they How went the Packers- Green Bay in the uh, trade deadline. You can do anything? Yeah, they, they, eh, they probably not. Get, yeah. No, no, no. We'll try, but uh, we're not going to get back. Just because they've always figured it out doesn't mean it's going to happen. The same with the Steelers and the Bucks. Well, Mike Tomlin's always figured it out. Oh, dude, how are they going to do it this year? Tampa Bay's already figured it out. How are they going to do it? It ends for everybody. And this could be the end because the timing for the Warriors, the dynasty, with Clay and Steph getting up into their mid-30s and Draymond Green not being as effective, this could be that time. Doesn't mean they're done, but this could be that time. This this could be the outcome of what's going on with the Warriors. This could be the end of the dynastic era because everybody's healthy, everybody's playing, and they're still struggling. Yeah, I look at it, you know, trying to take the long view, much like tempering expectations, being excited in the moment by what you're seeing from your teams, right? Your Eagles and their 8-0 record, but also trying to owe to history and how the, the ebb and flow of a season happens, right? We like to predict perfect seasons means there might be a hiccup along the way. Hell, they got a scare by the Houston Texans for a while yesterday. And then a couple of ducks from Davis Mills, including one in the red zone. And, well, it goes the other way. And Damian Pierce suddenly was on the side of a milk carton after dominating and running a buck like Hulkamania in the 80s uh, in the first half. But we pushed that aside for a moment. But the idea with the Warriors is, yeah, to your point, that the draft picks are always going to find their role, that guys are always going to – rotationally find their place. Look, Jordan Poole is a defensive liability. We knew that before the ink was drying on that contract. Getting him to buy in, uh, even before the officials decided a point of emphasis was going to be carrying. Really, we've been doing this for how many years? You and I on radio together for 10 years, and probably since I was 10 years old, uh, what I knew was a carry versus what was going to be called a carry are two very different things. And all of a sudden, uh, they've converged as a point of emphasis here in the last couple of days. All right, whatever. We'll see how longstanding that is. But the rotational guys expected to grow. Look, the starters played really well last night. You had Clay Thompson shot well. Steph Curry goes for 39. He's shooting well. Draymond is still Draymond in most ads. Yeah, but they lost to the, the magic, man. Yeah, they yeah, lost no, to the magic. No, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're cutting off the, the larger point. It's November. What's today? November uh, 4th? 
as as we get ready to fire up the Breeders' Cup from Keeneland today and tomorrow. Yeah, that that's how I know it on my calendar uh, at this point. Breeders' Cup, brothers in Kentucky, uh, get bets in uh, is on my calendar. But it's it's November fourth, so losing another road game. Yeah, they're zero and five. Sky's falling. It's November. It's the NBA. It's a long slog. If we we always do the thing, it doesn't start till Christmas. I don't have to expect them to start really hunkering down. And Steve Kerr lighting up the warning. Yeah, you don't want to lose to Orlando and Bull Bull. See, I got Bull Bull in. Uh, you you, you don't want to good getting Bull Bull in. Well, it is. It is. I mean, and obviously Ben Caro and, and guys are excited. That's their second win. Big deal for them. On the large scale for the Warriors, it just means they're going to have to look at rotations. They're going to have to figure out minutes and what those sequencings are. But do you, do you say, all right, they're not going to be a team that gets into the dance? Because if they get into the playoff mix, they're still as dangerous as anybody with that front five, right? Because rotations shrink, and you don't have to give minutes to these guys that can't pretend to guard you or me and get lost uh, in their rotation. So, you know, I, I take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, in, in the moment, you're like, wow, it's terrible. Because it also gives us someone to pick on that isn't the Lakers or Nets for a minute so it becomes that much easier hey let's go at the warriors now twitter at how about a fresca mike at swollen dome jason smith mike Harmon in for dan and the danettes today uh the other story that we got late last night was kyrie irving's apology uh after getting suspended for at least five games by the brooklyn nets he put out an apology for his behavior in the post game uh, in his press conference on thursday and to understand the damage he has done by quoting and drawing attention to a netflix or to a a, a movie streaming on amazon that pushes many uh many many really bad uh jewish tropes and and pushes pushes Conspiracy theories like the Holocaust didn't exist. And it's been a big story for the last week as, as, as we've covered it. And Kyrie Irving had two chances to say, hey, listen, I understand uh, the damage I've done and what people are saying about this. But he had a bad press conference on Monday. He had a bad press conference on Thursday. The Nets suspend him for five games, say he's not fit to be around the team. Last night, he put out an apology. It was late last night. Put it out on social media. I'll read you a little bit of it right now. Uh, Quote, I posted a documentary that contained some false anti-Semitic statements, narratives, and language that were untrue and offensive to the Jewish race slash religion. And I take full accountability and responsibly for my actions. I am grateful to have a big platform to share knowledge, and I want to move forward by having an open dialogue to learn more and to grow from this. Uh, He went on to apologize to Jewish families and communities. He uh, wanted to say that he reacted out of emotion to being unjustly labeled anti-Semitic, and he had no intentions to disrespect any Jewish cultural history regarding the Holocaust or perpetuate any hate. So this is the apology that Kyrie Irving puts out late last night. Now, last hour in the show, we talked about how, look, let's look at this from an angle of maybe this can be a thing where he learns, right? He even said, I want to learn. I want to grow from this. And let's, let's look at positivity where something like this, this is how it should end with someone saying, oh, I understand the damage I've done. I want to learn. I want to understand. And, and that can happen. Now, It's an apology that's put out late at night, only after he's suspended. Is he going to speak about this or think that it's over? That's something we're all waiting for. But, you know, hopefully that's how this ends because, again, that's the way it should end. Well, what odds would you put on the fact that next time he meets the media, he's going to say, hey, it's all in that statement. Let's talk about basketball. Does he ever want to just talk about basketball? No, no, no. But my point is that, you know, he had multiple opportunities to already address this. And played the I'm smarter than you, look how well read yeah. I am, and all of those things, and kind of push, pushed it to the side. He gets the at least five-game suspension from the Nets. Remember, the league issued their their notice and never actually named him in it. And then you have this circumstance that five to six hours after getting suspended, losing potentially a ton of money, and obviously uh, potential endorsers diving off and all of those things, sponsors and, and all, that you get a written apology as a late Thursday night news dump. So well, that's what, I, I well, wouldn't that's be surprised if he, if he just dances around it the next time he has the opportunity to meet people face-to-face. No, 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 asked and answered. It was all in that statement. 
Well, but that's what I'm hopeful for is that he was threatened with the end of his career because that's what he was looking at was the Nets are going to sit you down and you're done. No one's going to pick you up. No one's going to sign you because even though you're still incredibly talented and one of the best finishers in the NBA, teams are going to say, boy, we're not bringing this in. I, I mean, I, I don't want I – don't, I, we're not bringing Kyrie in after this. This is, this is not happening. So I'm, that's why I'm hopeful that, he is, that, that he's able to now understand that when you're faced with your basketball mortality, this is where he makes a little bit of a change and understands that, okay, things I say and things I do are going to be taken a little bit differently and, and I have to be more responsible with things that I put out there because I, I don't even know if he watched the documentary. I don't know. He put a, he put a link to it. He wanted people to think about it. Okay, well, wow, you gotta you, you gotta look better than that when you're someone that has all the followers you do, you understand that the attention that's brought to you. So I'm hopeful that this is a this is a moment of change for him. But the the thing that, that gets me about this, Mike, is that the Nets are gonna spend the next five days, uh, or the next five games, because I, I they're not gonna uh, lift his suspension. They're gonna spend the next week saying, is Kyrie Irving worth it? to keep him here with everything that's gone on. And now is the only time I, 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 I look at Kyrie and say, if he gets let go, you know, what, what, where does he go? But for the Nets, they have, to, they have to sit back and go, how much does this guy love basketball? Right, because you forget about the, the 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 stuff off the court and all the stuff he's doing. You have to say, how does is he buying into winning a championship? Because a guy that's bought in and still loves basketball wouldn't do things and say things like he does to put his career at risk. And he's done that for the past couple of years. Different things that he has done to say, how much do you love basketball? Everybody's trying to win a championship. You're getting paid forty million dollars a year, and you're finding ways to not be around the team. You're finding ways to not play. I'm going to put this out there on social media when I know it's going to be a big firestorm and whatever happens, happens. He wouldn't be doing this if he still loved basketball and treated it as his priority. So if I'm the Nets, you know, I'm I'm looking at this and I'm saying, maybe it's time to move on. Maybe it's time. Maybe, you know, yes, the apology was there. Okay, we asked him to do it a couple of times. We asked him to talk about it, take responsibility. It's time for us to move on. And that's where I'm looking at what the Nets are going to wind up doing. When they come down to this, they're going to wind up letting Kyrie Irving go. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike gets Swollen Dome. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon in for Dan and the Danettes today. We'll have more on the Kyrie story coming up next hour. Rick Buecher is going to stop by the show with us. But straight ahead, is the World Series over? Are we about to crown the Houston Astros? And what's everybody going to think if that actually happens? we got John Paul Morosi, MLB Network insider extraordinaire, stopping by with us next right here. This is Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You know, watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of the – Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys and they lose out to like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You've the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.
There's nothing like a great night's sleep. Every great day starts the night before. Quality sleep can help boost your reaction time and recovery time and performance. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your one-of-a-kind, ever-evolving sleep needs. So, how do you take it to the next level? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you choose the ideal comfort, the firmness on each side. Two beds in one, that's your sleep number. Mine is 75. The beds automatically respond and adjust to your movements, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number Smart Beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 Smart Bed, only $1,599. Save $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only to Sleep Number Store or sleepnumber.com. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Fox Sports Radio, welcome inside the Dan Patrick Show. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon in for Dan and the Danettes today. Big NFL football Friday coming up. We'll have some big, bold predictions for week nine. But right now, we look back at what was an incredibly tense game five of the World Series. Houston beats the Phillies three to two. Is the World Series over? Joining us now on the hotline, MLB Network insider extraordinaire, Fox Sports Radio insider, John Paul Morosi. JP, what's happening, man? Doing great. It's been a highly entertaining World Series. I cannot wait to see what awaits us in Houston for Game 6 and possibly Game 7. But my goodness, these last three games in Philadelphia have given us plenty to discuss. You know, and I know you're big on the the Chaz McCormick catch in the ninth inning when he goes up on the wall and he braces himself to go make that play. Uh, You're looking at it, is that one of the great catches in World Series history? Like, should we be looking at this like, hey, this is something that, that, that could just tilt it forever in the Astros' favor? I think so, and, and and to me, when that ball left the bat, I love what Chaz McCormick said to Ken Rosenthal on the Fox broadcast, which was, he thought it was out. He thought it was out, and A-Rod made the point as well that perhaps if, if that ball had been hit the previous two nights, it would have been out, but for the different weather that we had last night in Philadelphia. So just an extraordinary catch, a great read, obviously uh, made all the more poignant by the reality that Chaz McCormick grew up in the state of Pennsylvania as a Phillies fan. Uh, a crucial point, and Harold Reynolds mentioned this too, about how he was able to brace himself with his left arm and reach with his right. So him being a, a right-handed catcher and left-handed thrower was actually really advantageous because of the mechanics of that catch. So we can look at that catch from any number of angles. The anecdote of him being a Pennsylvania native, the mechanics of how the catch came to be, the weather circumstances, all of those reasons contribute to an all-time World Series moment. And if the Astros happen to win this World Series and close it out at home, I do think that McCormick catch is going to be somewhere on the, on the memory wall of the front cover of the media guide for the Astros next season. Flashing some leather. If you look at the uh, Fielding Bible Awards, uh, and you take everything with a grain of salt, uh, right field saved 14 runs for the Astros on the year. They were fifth overall or I should say tied for fourth in Major League Baseball overall uh, for the defensive run save. So flashing some leather. But I want to go back to the second inning, JP. We got ourselves a 1-1 game, two outs, and then all of a sudden the bases are loaded in a pressure-packed moment for the World Series history of Justin Verlander, and he comes up with the big strikeout of Hoskins that ends that threat when it looked like that game was going to turn on a dime. 
You're right, Mike. I think in many ways the crucial moment of the game happened in the second inning because they're at that point in time one base hit away from potentially getting Verlander out of the game. Uh, the, the, there was bullpen activity early in the ball game with Ryan Stanek there, and I think Dusty Baker knew that this was an urgent must game. Game five with the series tied, every single hairpin turn in that game could mean the World Series. And that was, to me, one of the more pivotal moments in Justin Verlander's entire career. He was able to command the slider well enough to get that swing and miss at strike three. And from that point on, he seemed to settle into the game. Uh, His stuff, I thought, ticked up a little bit after that. The command was much better. He had better feel, I thought, after that. And certainly he relied on the slider in a huge way. And and no uh, no more importantly than in that moment. So I thought Verlander managed managed his own emotions, managed his stuff. He went to work with whatever he had uh, on the day, which I think is is to the credit of a 39-year-old pitcher who maybe doesn't have the firepower he once did, but his ability to control his emotions and manage a game is perhaps uh, better than ever right now. JP, with the Astros up 3-2 going home, it's hard for me to envision a scenario in which the Phillies win the World Series. So if we see the Astros win this weekend – how do you think it's going to be received by fans, by baseball in general, that we see the Astros on top of the world with the cheating scandal still at the top of everyone's mind? Well, it's a fair question. Uh, for me and from, from my perspective of being around the game and, and having covered a lot of postseason games in Houston, uh, I covered postseason games there uh, during 2017, so I was, I was around the ballpark during that particular season uh, and then certainly in the years since. I believe that in my opinion – that the Astros should not have to answer questions at this point about 2017. That was five years ago. There was an investigation. There were protocols put in place, safeguards to guard against sign-stealing or any sort of subterfuge. And so this championship, if they should win it, is legitimate. And certainly making it to the World Series last year was legitimate. Making it to Game 7 of the ALCS the previous year was legitimate. Uh, I understand that there is an asterisk around 2017 for very legitimate reasons, and I I share in in the belief that, that that championship is tainted to a degree. And yet they've made the ALCS, Jason, six straight years. And uh, certainly a majority of them have happened since 2017. At some point, you've got to credit what they have done. Their player development, the ability to uh, bid adieu to free agents like Springer and Correa and replace them with McCormick and Pena, to sign Christian Javier for $10,000 out of the Dominican Republic and then watch him start a no-hitter in the World Series, only the second one ever. These are not things that have any relationship whatsoever to what transpired in 2017. And so I understand it. Altuve gets booed. Bregman gets booed. Gurriel gets booed. Uh, but, but that is now uh, only three players in the everyday roster who are part of that World Series and a couple in the rotation. And that's really it. Uh, that's a long time ago. And, and I do think that at some point it's important to move on. And that's my own opinion. If, if fans differ in that view, that's their prerogative. But I, I think it would be a little, a little tiresome and a little uh, mildly annoying from my perspective if, if there's a whole lot of yeah, but commentary should the Astros prevail here. This is a, an above-board, fairly, fairly contested World Series between two great teams. And for me, 2017 is it's history. It's, it's important history. We understand what happened then, but it is history. Uh, anger and vitriol is what we do in our sports, JP. Come on. I, I appreciate your positivity, but come on. Fans are going to be mad no matter what. Uh, but for Dusty Baker, over, what, 4,000 career managing games uh, in, in his long, illustrious history. Talked about representation, right? We don't have an African-American player represented here in the World Series. What does this mean for him? in the largesse of his career going back to those days where he was a toothpick slinging player to where he is now? Well, he is one of the great people that I've met in baseball. I think a lot of people would would agree with that statement in, in their own experiences with Dusty. Uh, he has a way of, first of all, I think he's tactically managed these playoffs exceptionally well. Uh, they've lost two ball games in the last month. And uh, that does not happen unless you have a manager who is dialed in, understands his personnel, 
puts him in situations to succeed. Tactically, he's been brilliant. I think he's used his bullpen exceptionally well. Um, again, a, a manager who is able to have a bullpen combined with a starting pitcher to win a no-hitter in the postseason, then win another tight game last night on the road with Ryan Presley going five outs. And so you go from that the granular of what he's done so well to the big picture. He is someone who has been a survivor. He has survived cancer. He has served our, our country in, in the armed forces. He has taken five different teams to the postseason, something that no one in the history of baseball has ever done. He, yes, won a World Series as, as a player, but this is something where he, he clearly wants this as a capstone on his managerial career. He now has a chance to play and manage a clinching game, a potential clincher, for the first time since 2002. Remember, he had two chances to win it back then with the Giants against the Angels. He went 0-2 back then, 20 years ago. Uh, but this is a different time, a different team. He, he took that job at a time when many others did not want it, uh, when it was viewed as a no-win situation after the, the, the science-stealing scandal came about following the, the 19 season. And, and he has, to me, brought this team together in a way that no other manager could with his own blend of grace and humor and belief in competitiveness. Um, and plus, as I've said before, uh, how many other managers before game one of the World Series would say that they got a text from Snoop Dogg? He's, just, he's the greatest. There's only one Dusty Baker. And uh, the way that he's always represented it and been aware of, of what he represents for African-American managers and people in the game overall, uh, he's just a treasure for American sports. And I know a lot of people around the country are going to be rooting for him this weekend. He's on Twitter at John Morosi. That is at John Morosi, MLB Network, Fox Sports Radio, Baseball Insider. JP, as always, buddy, thank you very much. Enjoy the games. We'll talk to you soon. My friends, have a wonderful weekend. What a great time in American sports. I cannot wait. Game six of the World Series tomorrow night. Thanks, as always, for the conversation, guys. Really appreciate it. You got it. There goes JP. Now, let's just play this out here, Mike, because this weekend I'd love to think that, hey, we're going to get to seven games, the Phillies can win, but some teams can go home and not win the World Series when they have two chances. The Astros are not that team. They're not a team that's going to go home and lose two games. Yeah, but it's better theater and better for folks that – well, don't quite have the glass half full optimism of JP when it comes to baseball and its recent history. Yeah, look, of, of course it is, of course it is. But we're, but more than likely, we're going to be faced with the image and the reality of the Astros winning the World Series. And as you said, look, yeah, it's it's nice to think that it's going to go away, and 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 that's a storyline that happened, but. Because Rob Manfred went so light on the Astros, it's never going to go away. The Astros are going to be cheaters. Even we're going to be doing stories in a few years. The last of the Astros who was in the cheating scandal has retired from Major League Baseball. The Astros are still going to have that stigma. So what's going to happen when the Astros win? The reaction for fans, if if I'm looking ahead and I think I know baseball fans, right now the the opinion of the Astros is at a boil, right? The, the water is at a boil of the Astros, the cheating scandal. They're still winning. It's still the same infield. It's still the same players. It's fresh in everybody's mind. And, and here are the Astros ready to win the World Series and nobody wants them to win. It's a big boil. When the Astros win, it's going to cut down to a simmer. It's never going to go away, but it's not going to be as top of mind as it was because we've had the anger of the Astros winning and everybody has their opinion and you're going to watch the Astros win. It's going to be, okay, I've accepted they won and I'm still mad, but it's not going to be the front burner story that it was. It's going to be kind of low a little bit and who knows what might come up in the future and everything else that goes along with it. But this is going to, we can't just, you can't stay at this level forever when, when it comes, you can't, you can't, water can't boil forever. So this story can't boil forever. Eventually it's going to get down to a simmer and lose and winning this world. World Series in an odd way is going to have those fans and fans like you and me and everybody else accept that that okay they're still a great team they won what can I do about it and we'll, and I'll move on to other things so that so that hatred of the Astros while it's still going to be it's still going to be there it's going to be at a much lower level than it was no and that's the, that's the point right and, and I think JP's right you have to at some point uh, commemorate celebrate and, and try a, you know trumpet the organizational um, stability, 
and their ability to push players through the minor leagues, bring the next man up, some of those great stories of low signing bonuses and the minor league systems and everything. Look, we we meet anything with a, a degree of skepticism. I think it's healthy, right, in general, not just our, our sporting world because we have to do that, put our thinking caps on and not blindly accept, you know, what we what we're watching, right? I mean, we want to ask questions because we certainly have had them in this series, right? The Valdez, what the hell was on his arm? Uh, the why did Albert Pujols' bat make an appearance? And then larger, why is Albert Pujols' bat grandfathering allowed if you made the bat type illegal across Major League Baseball? Those are questions that still need to be answered. But we, we do have to accept that on the field, they're still getting it done. I, I cited the defensive stats. We talk about pitching out of jams. All of those things uh, are real and in the moment, and the bullpen management has been great, and Dusty Baker's been fantastic. I know a, cu- a lot of Cub fans are still salty uh, about things from 20 years back. That's the beauty of the long institutional memory of the game, Jason. It doesn't go away. Why, you know, there's still people that get all lathered up when you think of the PED era and you really only single out like four guys. But when we think about the PED era and all of that, that, you know, baseball does that and that fan fandom doesn't die. Uh, and let's face it. They're lucky that six and seven come out a huge college football weekend and the big NFL slate for week nine, because no matter what happens, no matter what transpires, it gets muted in, in somewhat in that way. Yeah, but so, I mean, you you would expect this to be a World Series where where are the ratings going to be? In terms of ratings, are pretty good. People want to see the Astros, right? They and what, it's like they're well, like hate they're, watching is a real thing. Yeah, We've talked about well, that a long time on our show. Yeah, like you're like you're watching the Yankees. I want to see them win. I want to see them lose. But that overall interest level is still there, and it's it's going to be ah, oh, the Astros winning the World Series. And sure, if they win on a weekend night where there's where there's NFL or there's college football. Yeah, okay, it, it's going to be muted a little bit, but it's still going to be the Astros winning the world. It's not going to go away. It's no, not like you're no, be able no, no, no. But it's it, but you know? it's so, there. But oh, it, I don't pay attention anymore. There was football going on. No, no World Series happened. La 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 la. But think I mean, about it. By the time happen. we get back on air Mon- Monday night, you and I, World Series could be over for 48 hours. So you you put a bow on it. Not that you dismiss it, but is that going to be the be all to end all? No, we're going to be talking about the barn burner of the Ravens and Saints. Are you kidding me? Monday, Monday, Monday night football. All right, I'm with you on that. I'm with, but it's still not going to change. No, it's no, no. Hey, look, it goes into the history parade. books. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be a parade. There's going to be Altuve and Bregman saying, "Oh, we did it. We did it our way. We did it." It's, it's did, still going to happen. Did you see the, the video from? Uh, <laughs> Not not game five, but from from game four when Altuve was running around like he'd figured something out and he wanted to run up and tell the try to do a Bryce Harper and then yeah, the next yeah. two batters struck out. <laughs> yeah, you well, didn't quite figure that one out, did you? I was saying. You know, we we got to work on that system a little bit more. We got to make sure we get that. Hey we man, you got it's that. all theory testing. I love it. Yeah. Do you mean I could just tell somebody something and they okay? Maybe we'll do that next time. Maybe it'll be a little less complicated. Uh, Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, in for Dan and the Danettes today. Coming up next, yes, it is a big football Friday. We're on a big preview weekend for Week Nine in the NFL. We got some big NFL Week Nine bold predictions coming your way next, right here. This is Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, nine until noon Eastern, six to nine Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio, and you can find us on the iHeart Radio app at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Fox Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. 
With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches, but did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything, so when an illness or injury happens, you can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. If I could eat bacon for every meal, I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could. You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, Turns out, nope, I was wrong. Hmm. Because then I tried right brand bacon, and honestly, I was speechless. And you know it takes a lot to get me speechless, Paulie. But it was mind-blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon his whole life, like it's his job, and I've never tried bacon like this before. We're talking about number one, thick-cut, flip-your-whole-world-upside-down bacon, man. Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice, and you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. Get upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon. Sports Radio, the Dan Patrick Show. Happy Friday. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon in for Dan and the Danettes today. This family takes turns turning heads, brains, beauty, athleticism. All they need now is for you to drive them off the lot. The Mercedes-Benz family of SUVs, a family of unrivaled vehicles waiting at your local dealer. Well, we'll have more NFL coming up in a few minutes. We get back into the Eagles' big win last night over the Texans. But how about some Week 9 NFL bold predictions, Mike Harmon? Getting ready for a big Week 9. I got three juicy ones ready to hit you with. Three juicy, bold predictions. All right, let's get it on. First one, after a week off. After dealing with a lot of controversy, losing on Thursday night football, getting divorced on Friday, Tampa Bay has their best game yet. Brady goes for 300 yards and three touchdowns against the Rams. This is a team that needed a 10-day week off more than any other team. Brady dealing with personal issues that, of course, has bled over into him this year onto the field. The Bucs have been looking for some kind of answers. Sometimes you just need some time away to clear your head. We've seen this before with the Bucs when they've hit some kind of buy. They've been able to hit reset and figure it out. I really expect that from Tampa Bay this week because this this honestly is Tampa Bay's season. Because if I know we have the extra game and it's nice. Well, there's a little bit more leeway because we have the extra game. We have 17 games instead of 16 now. But you're talking about falling to three and six. And how many more games can you lose after that? Right, and we're at the halfway point of the season. Can't have that happen. This is their season. The Rams are struggling as well. I expect a big, big week from Tom Brady and the Bucks, and we we start the our Tom Brady and the Bucks back narrative on Monday. 
Yeah, I mean, one of the big things is trying to figure out what that run game is all about. Fournette barely falling forward. Does Rashad White see more? Look, for Fournette, because he's been so so, uh, efficient as a receiver, when we get into our bridge to fantasy, he's still a top 10 running back. But I want to bridge these two games together. Okay, so if Tampa takes care of the Rams, and with a lot of questions there, even questions of McVay and and his long-term planning, Right, we talked with Jay Glazer last hour. Uh, McVeigh was a a guest on his mental health podcast, kind of talking about the grind and, and what it takes out of him and whatever. And there's been some speculation even before this season that he would go uh, pause in the Fox World. So I tie that to Atlanta hosting the Chargers. Chargers banged up. No Mike Williams. Keenan Allen. Uh, don't know when we're going to see him. So you've got secondary receiving options. You added Austin Eckler to the injury list with an abdominal injury yesterday. Chargers lose, Rams lose. It's now the Sean Payton Fest. Let's go! <laughs> Why is my phone getting all these phone calls from area code 310? Uh, just, let, just let it go to voicemail. Yeah. No, I look, I've, been char- I've been talking about it for the Chargers for quite a while. So, But, I mean, this, this would really, if Atlanta wins this game, it's it does send up the flares of all right for Ju- for Justin Herbert who's been playing banged up right the rib injury there's been a lot of uncomfortable looking throws I don't think he's anywhere near to being right offensive line struggled run game at times has disappeared and now you've got all these injuries defense you paid a lot of money uh, and it hasn't shown on the field you go and lose in Atlanta well, now we're starting to look at the the larger scale, and it ain't because of fourth down situations, uh, as many would would like to think. Your your prediction for Tampa fully anticipate their best effort of the season, and with Cooper Cup ailing, who are you gonna find? Who are you gonna find if you're Matt Matt Stafford? What because Cam Akers came back to work? That's solving things. No chance. No way. All right, here's the next one to sink your teeth into. Let's go. The Lions beat the Packers. And it is absolute doom and gloom for Green Bay right now. The Lions, this is a team that can score points, right? They know they can score. And the Packers have this general sense of of fans and the media that, well, eventually Aaron Rodgers is going to figure it out, right? The whole relax, they'll figure it out, figure it out. No, like Steve Kerr said, no one's riding to our rescue. We have to figure this out with the Warriors who are slumping. The Packers are the same way. The Packers aren't just going to start winning because they've always figured it out. Their slow starts have turned into fast finishes, and here they are deep in the playoffs, and the big question is why did they falter in the NFC Championship game? It ends and runs end for all teams. How is this Packers team suddenly going to just get better, right? Just go back. This is a natural decline of a team that, hey, we were at the top of the NFC for a couple of years, and what happens is you come back to the pack, right? You had a wasted 2020 first-round pick in Jordan Love. That could have been a big-time weapon for Aaron Rodgers. Could have been something else. You traded up to get him, and now it's a waste. Well, but you kept you went, thinking that your guy was – he was talking about retirement time and time right. again. No, no, no. So you right, were exactly. trying to find your succession plan. So anybody oh, that no, goes no, no. hindsight on that one, I raised my hand going, hold on. Oh, yeah, no, everybody no, no. got mad I, in not, 2017 yeah. when he got hurt, and all of a sudden Brent Hundley's out there looking like he's a JUCO quarterback. Yeah, no, well, th- no, like I said, no, things are things are different because, like I said, it's a natural progression. You miss on a draft pick, right? You thought Aaron Rodgers was going to something was going to happen. You draft Jordan Love. You wanted to push Aaron Rodgers out. Rodgers wins two MVPs, and now you're stuck, right? But it's still it's a first round draft pick that was lost. It happens. You went defense in the last two drafts really heavy early, and while your pass defense is really good, your run defense is abysmal. You're in the bottom four of the NFL, and that's not going to get any better either. You didn't go out and get weapons for Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers wanted $50 million a year. So, okay, it means no Devontae Adams. Fine. It means you're making it work with a bunch of guys. Okay. And as we see, he's not making it work. He's throwing his teammates under the bus. Guys are making mistakes. We shouldn't be having this. This is not one of those, hey, we all have a meeting, we sing Kumbaya, and suddenly we go out of the field and everything is great. Uh, this is not a good year for the Packers. They are in a season of, of change and what's going to happen here on out. I wouldn't be surprised if the Packers really just completely biff it the rest of the way if we don't start talking about Aaron Rodgers getting traded sometime in the offseason. I got to go someplace else. Now, I tried it. It's not working. We're going to rebuild. Uh, you don't have the money because you gave it to me, but now I have a contract. Maybe this is where I'm going. 
I want to go someplace else. We could finally get that Aaron Rodgers trade because of how this season might go. But to just think they're going to win because they're the Packers, that's not going to happen. They've been struggling way too much. They have too many holes on their team. And so, yeah, oh, they're playing the Lions. They should win. No, the Packers are going to lose to the Lions. And then it's going to be, wait, we're 3-6, and six, and now what happens? And now what kind of interview is Aaron Rodgers going to give? And what's he going to say? Is he going to take responsibility? Is he going to talk about other players? What's going to happen from here on out? The Packers are in big-time trouble, and it's not going to get any better. No, I appreciate you. You dialed up a little bit. Time for a cool change. I know that it's time for a cool change. Getting a little river band uh, mm-hmm. kind of mix the area in on a Friday morning, it was leaving no pop culture stone unturned. Uh, look, it is still the Lions. They traded away TJ Hawkinson, who was their leading receiver. Amon Ross St. Brown back on the field last week, seven catches on 10 targets for 69 yards. Okay, still not 100%. And DeAndre Swift can't stay on the field. And I just got to notice that Taylor Swift added more. That's one thing I do have really in in common with our guy, Dan Patrick, is we are both Swifties. So we need to see a, a show together. Uh, but DeAndre the, the Swift, idea Taylor here Swift, is anybody I, named Swift. Okay, I got it. Got it right there. Well, no, I, I'm down. I was down on DeAndre Swift. I thought he was overdrafted because I didn't think he'd be able to stay healthy and that they had Jamal Williams around. That said... Uh, Stromile Swift, Stromile Swift. Nicely, uh, that's a nice, that? that's a nice okay. throwback there. Jonathan okay. Swift. All right, is that Jonathan Swift? Okay, all right, very good. Okay. Well, you want I'm, to get into our literature while we're at no, it? Too? No, I'm just out, now. Now I'm out of Swifts. I'm, I'm I'm completely out of Swifts. See, now all you're doing is trying to extend, <laughs> so I don't rebut everything you just said. Because I know you got to go home to Detroit for all these holiday, holiday, holidays. So you're just trying to be nice <laughs> to the Lions people, but they're going to run the football effectively. Green Bay. Romeo Dobbs made some big plays. I, the the buy can't come soon enough, but I think uh, they take care of business here against the Lions, and Dan Campbell is done. All right, we have more NFL Bowl predictions for Week 9 and tell you just how good the Eagles are after last night. Coming up next right here, Fox. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. The boundlessly capable all-electric EQS SUV from Mercedes-Benz with available transparent hood technology. So advanced, it can see through sheet metal. The vehicle's all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQS dash SUV.